I want to let you know that on this day where we remember the Holy Family, that one of my silent intentions for this Mass is I'm going to offer this Mass for you and all of your families, all those dear to you. I'm going to offer this Mass for you this morning. Did you notice in the first reading from Sirach all the blessings that are attached to loving our parents? Did you catch that? As I heard them, I was reminded about how much I want those blessings. You will, your acts of kindness will be remembered before God forever. Your sins will be atoned by your love. God will hear your prayers, and you will be given a life that is richly blessed. I want those blessings. And this reading has often inspired me in my relationship with my own parents. They're now advanced in years. My father is 95. My dear mother is 83. And at this stage in their life, as you know, they often lose their hearing. And so when I have to repeat myself over and over, okay, Lord, here we go, because they can't hear me very well. Or sometimes they, they have a bad memory, and I'll hear the same story over and over in a short span of time. And my heart's going, okay, Lord, ah, please help me. And then my dad, God bless him, he has only one speed right now, very, very slow. And I still like to walk kind of fast, and so when I'm with my dad, I got to really force myself to slow down and just stay with him. But these acts of love are mightily blessed by God. Let's not forget that. Any act of kindness toward our parents will be greatly blessed. I want to take just a moment to welcome all the visitors that have joined us here this morning. God bless you. We always love having you here with us, and we hope that you will come back and join us another time. I want to share with you this morning something I shared with the people on Friday at daily Mass. The Gospel reading was the same. And I want to share this message with you because I think we would all find it very helpful to know God's plan for family life, how God is present with families, and how God is working within our relationships for salvation, how redemption and salvation is unfolding moment by moment. And what I'm going to share applies to all of us, whether it is our own close-knit family or extended relatives, households of people that live together, 
apartment communities, neighborhoods, because all of us live our life in various spheres of relationship. So what I'm going to talk about applies to all of us. So we have Joseph and Mary bringing the infant Christ into the temple in order to offer him to God. So the first lesson is that whenever a member of a family or community commits to pray for the other members of a family or community, that greatly impacts the bonds between them. And this is something we have to remember, especially when relationships are very challenging. It is so important to pray for our family members and our community. Then this man appears, Simeon, and Scripture describes him as a righteous, devout man. But I was struck by how his righteousness is so connected to the Holy Spirit. Did you notice that? The Holy Spirit is mentioned three times about this man. The Holy Spirit is upon him. The Holy Spirit is guiding him. And because of his humble, childlike heart, the Holy Spirit is able to enlighten him about the mystery of this child. Why was this child born? Why has God sent this child into the world? And we find out the answer when he takes the child into his arms and he says to God, Lord, now you can let your servant go in peace, for my own eyes have seen your salvation. The purpose of why Jesus was sent, why he was born, was in order to save us. And every one of us needs saving. And this is true for every single human being, whether they know it or not, doesn't change this divine purpose on Jesus. How does this salvation happen, especially within families and community life? The Holy Spirit reveals to Simeon that the coming of Jesus and his mystery and his mission will cause three things. First, it will be the cause of the rise and the fall of many in Israel. Secondly, it will cause, it'll, he will be a sign of contradiction. And thirdly, which is the one we're going to focus on this morning, his coming and mission is going to reveal hearts. Jesus has come 
in order to reveal our hearts for salvation. Let's not forget, as Scripture reminds us, that the end of our life, at the end of time, everything that is now hidden is going to be brought out into full daylight. Anything that I may hide in my life or in my heart, one day all of it is going to be fully known. But we want that to happen now for salvation. Let me give you three examples. Let's say there's a member in my family who several years ago did something that deeply hurt me. And maybe it's a situation where I don't see this family much, but whenever I do see them or think of them, my heart tightens. My emotions and feelings are stirred, and my mind goes to a very dark place. What's happening? My heart is being revealed for salvation. It is so necessary that I see that. And I come to find out that I need Jesus to lead me further on the path of forgiveness. I become aware at the same time that there are deeper layers of healing that I need Jesus to work in my heart. Jesus is revealing my need for salvation. Second example. Let's say the Holy Spirit nudges me on a given day and makes me aware that the Lord wants me to help a member of my family with something later in the week. And I find my reaction, I don't want to do it. I start calculating the cost. We're always doing this, aren't we? We're calculating the cost. And I, dis I, I find that for me, the price is too high. And then underneath this, what is revealed is there is a layer of selfishness within my heart that I am clinging to my ease and my comfort, hugging my time, and I'm not willing to go the extra mile and be generous to help this family member. What's happening? My heart is being revealed. I need to see my selfishness, and it has to come out so that Jesus can come and love it out of me and help me to a new place of being willing to be generous in giving my life. Last example. We all have at least one person in our family or community, sometimes more, that does things that bother us.
annoyance, irritation, things that drive us absolutely crazy. And it's amazing how quickly we can forget our last confession, where we came to the Lord so humbled, in such need of mercy because of our sinfulness, our weakness, our imperfection. And so I shouldn't be surprised that there's other members in my family who, like me, are sinners, imperfect, weak. And yet, we can be so harsh, so negative, so critical, so judgmental. What's happening? My heart is being revealed. I need to see these sinful inclinations that often stir when I see things that bother me and annoy me. You see, this is the gift of family life and community, where there is love, where there's trust. All the stuff in us that is contrary to the gospel, it can come up and out and be revealed for salvation. I don't want to wait until the end and then have to spend who knows how long in purgatory. I want to live my purgatory right now. So Jesus, continue to love me. Reveal my heart. Every relational encounter is like a test. Now sometimes we're victorious. Sometimes the Lord helps us to forgive, to be patient, to be generous. But sometimes what is revealed is not virtue, but vice. Jesus, let it come out now and let us together redeem this poor heart for salvation. I want to end with this prayer, which can be a prayer for all of us this morning, appealing to the Holy Family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, in whom we contemplate the splendor of true love, to you we turn this morning with our trust. Please pray for us that our families too may be places of communion and prayer, authentic schools of the gospel, nests where human life is generously welcomed, loved, and respected. Help us to make our homes communities of hope, love, and reconciliation in which tenderness, mutual help, and reciprocal forgiveness are daily experienced. Guide each of our dear families to carry out the mission of bearing witness in the world to Christ and the beauty and sacredness of the family in God's plan. Amen.